Are you looking to get custom merch for your band? PM Star Promotions is producing all types of promotional items such as shirts, hats, stickers, banners, koozies, skate decks, and much, much more. All products are imprinted in the USA and made to last while keeping your cost as low as possible. Need a shirt design or logo made? The PM Star team has over 20 years experience in graphic design to make your ideas come to life. PM Star Promotions is making their way by working alongside with national bands and record labels including Crowbar, Goat Whore, and Ripple Music. To get customized, dependable work or check out the package deals to fit your budget and other exciting offers, please check out our featured collection on Facebook, PM Star Promotions, or visit www.pmstarpromo.com. It's time to get noticed. Welcome back to the Metalhead of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and these two fine gentlemen who are the sexiest men in the world besides myself mm. are... Mm. Mm. I'm the rub guy. It sounded like you said you were a pelican. What? <laughs> when you answered, it said pelican. I was like, all right, cool. I didn't say pelican. But, uh... You're uh, weird. I know, I know. I'm weird. You know that. Anyway, so, thank you guys. How has for everybody this. been, Adam? How you been? I am great. How are you, Rome? I am super. Thanks for asking. Sure. <laughs> you've been, you've been, you've been doing some traveling, haven't you? You went down to Florida. Is, has, has it been that long since I've spoken to you? Yes. Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. an episode after I got back from Florida. No, sir. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. A few weeks ago, I went to Florida. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I was gonna. Ask, I was gonna call you today because I haven't spoken to you in a while. How was it? Did you have a good time? Yeah, you know, I, I think I talked about it a little on the show. I'm. I think I'm. I'm just to the point where traveling alone doesn't do a lot. I mean, I guess it depends on where I go, but. I'm just kind of reminded that I'm alone in a way that I'm not when I'm alone at home. 
So is it like a, like a not a good alone? Or? No, I, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm. Uh, I, I wish I hadn't gone out there, and it was it was a good trip. But I just, uh, I don't know. I miss uh, a lot of traveling for me is about sharing experiences with people. Oh yeah, that's nice. You know, I'm not quite. You know, my when I was younger, try you know doing things alone. You know, was like whatever. You know, like it's. It's good, sure. for, you know, but as you get older, I feel like, or at least as, as I get older, I just feel like it's, it just feels a little hollow. Have you thought about maybe, you don't know, not traveling alone? <laughs> I, I have, but uh, I haven't met any women in quite a while, and um, most of my friends are not in positions to, you know. You can go to Craigslist. Yeah, that's a rum, that's a rum idea. Uh, it really is a rum idea. It really it's we'll, we'll, beautiful. We'll call that Plan X. Okay. And if I don't die between A and uh, S, I, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll consider it. <laughs> well, I hear you. You find some really nice people on Craigslist. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you also find you know serial killers, rapists. Yeah, but at least you're getting some. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely. Uh, there's a good possibility you are getting some. It just what what end you're getting it at. It's true. But, well, uh, what about you, Rum? You know, how's the new job? Is it exciting? New job is all right. It's 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 pretty good. It's been a transition, trying to get everything organized. I'm still trying to get everything organized for the company, and uh, it's good. It's really good. It's uh, it's starting to get busy into the busy season. Um, and my off time. You know, when you move, you 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 just have so much fucking shit. You know, you don't you don't remember having. I I didn't remember having this much crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's the boxes that I had that I hadn't opened from the last time I moved. So I thought, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go through this stuff. And then I ended up opening uh, on my second box. I stopped because I found like a like a bunch of music. That I had mixed and done uh, done all those those mashups and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even remember I did all this stuff. So I started listening to all those and going through all that stuff and going, man, these are this is pretty cool. I said, I forgot I, I did this one. I labeled stuff. I was going through oh so much shit. I, I would I would do like a mashup and then I would put like you know when I did it. I had this whole system of like like categorizing these these mashup CDs uh, with things that were going on at the time. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. So now I can like, it's like a diary of mashups. It was really weird. Hmm. So I've been going through those. And uh, I didn't realize I did so many of them. <laughs> I really think you should, uh, you know, donate some of those to me so I can make play some of those tracks on here. I think it would be really you, cool. I'll definitely get you some. I just, I need to get a fucking computer with a goddamn disk drive. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I have a, I have a fucking uh, laugh, laptop that runs off an SD card. Just uh, you can you can get a very cheap disk drive for it, like an external. Yeah, I could, but I'd just rather get a whole fucking laptop that's worth a shit. Well, the, the problem is, is that you're gonna have to get something a little older because they're they're all trying to move away from that. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. Or you can well, get- I, I got to get them all back on onto a, onto a computer, onto an actual hard drive somehow. Or just get yourself it, a desktop. I think that's where I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with a desktop, 
Um, it's cheaper. Yeah, it's. It, it, I think that's the way I'd like to go. I like working with a desktop better than a laptop because we've, I've got you know tablets. I've got this big paperweight that I call a. Don't laptop. talk about it to me that way. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! But uh, yeah, I, I need to get something, and, and I want to get all this stuff back onto a computer, onto a disk drive, and as soon as I get you, the, and then I'll get you some of those. Uh, so those, uh, those mashups I did, they're, some of them are pretty good. Some of them, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Speaking of mashups, have, have y'all heard any of these? Like, I was just exposed to this the other day. There's apparently, like, a whole thing of people mashing up the song All Star by Smash Mouth with other songs. No, I have not, not even remotely heard of this. There are tons of them, and it's, oh, it's insanely mesmerizing. Because I've got... I've got that. I did that about 10 years ago. What did you mash it up with? Oh, I, God, I just listened to the damn thing. About, Potatoes. About if you have it, you have to send it to me. Okay. Because, uh, we played one of them on the front end of Grim Grinning Hosts. It was All Star by Smash Mouth with uh, uh, YMCA. Oh, weird. Yeah. I'm going to say probably mine, if I remember correctly, was with Zeppelin or something like that. See, I got to hear that now. <laughs> and if you didn't do it, I'm going to be pissed at you. No, I, I, I know I've got it here somewhere. I know I did one with um, uh, James Earl Jones uh, doing um, This Old Man. You know, that This Old Man, he played one. He played knick-knack on this thing. You know, that's that yeah. old nursery rhyme. But I did mash that with uh, Immigrant Song. Hmm. Interesting. Which actually turned out pretty good. It's kind of speaking of mesmerizing. It's kind of like, is that James Earl Jones? I did do that. Yeah. Fucked up. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll get whatever I can to you. I've got a lot. Um, that was my thing for a long time. I actually thought about getting back into it, and you know, because it was kind of therapeutic for me. Well, it's, you was, know, you can do that, or uh, I don't know, do yoga. No, no, I, you know, <laughs> hey, yoga is for. For, for, for pussies. If Diamond Dallas Page can do yoga, you can do yoga too. As I thought. I mean, that's a weird argument, but sure. <laughs> so what else is going on in the world? Um, All kinds of stuff. Yeah, almost nuclear war. That's fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much fun it is, but uh, or how close to nuclear war yeah, it is. We're not, we're, we're not anywhere near that. That that was that was a, a pissing match, frankly. Kind of was really. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just trying to start a subject here. Don't cross the streams. I have, I have something that uh, I don't know if if it interests y'all, um, but it, it's it's about podcasting in in a tangential sense. Um. So uh, I've been doing these, uh, trying to do more of these road blogs. Yeah, I saw it. They're really good. Thank you. Um, I uh, I did one today about a subject that um, specifically I don't necessarily care much about, but it it, it sort of tangentially uh, relates to all of us. Uh, there's this thing called Dizflix. And basically what it is is it's a bunch of uh, YouTubers and bloggers and the theme park community got together and decided to start a video uh, 
It's it's like a combination of YouTube and Netflix for theme park people. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a paid subscription service, and they were they just announced it a couple of days ago, and it was going to be ten dollars a month. And I'm not in the theme park community. I don't pay much attention to any of that shit. And I don't know any of those people. But uh, but the other Grim Grinning host guys were talking about it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I saw people going on about it constantly today. So I finally broke down and asked somebody, and I was like, well, what the, what's the deal? And they explained what it was. And so all these people were, like, just trashing them back to the Stone Age, like, constantly, like, just – even Universal Studios, the the person who runs the their Twitter – yeah, made like a little like snarky comment, like yeah, I guess we're gonna go make Universal flicks now, right? Uh, like, yeah, it's not really <laughs> even funny, but um, but just trashing these people, and I was like, well, what? Why? I was like, what? Did they do something to somebody? And from what I understand, it was very simple. Well, you know, like why would you create a subscription service for something that you can find for free online? I was like. Well, who gives a shit? Why is that a reason to like try and destroy something that somebody's building? And and so I made this roadblock today that was basically talking like about the whole subject. And in general, the the central point was that um, people don't understand like how hard it is these days to monetize content. Mm. Even for YouTubers, like YouTube's getting harder and harder for for like the smaller guys to to because they're they're tightening the noose on a lot of the the smaller guys, right? And uh, and they're banning a lot of content even from bigger people, so it's just getting harder and harder. So like a lot of these people are starting to think, well, all right, well YouTube was successful for us, but what do we do now? What if, you know? What if they you know just start? What if they come after me next or whatever? So like that's all it was, and okay, and I, I didn't even think it was a smart business model because I don't. I, I do agree with the fact that you can find probably either the same or better content online for free, but I don't begrudge somebody trying to find a way to make money creating content. And like so, I just it was like it was a long, a pretty long rant. But my central point just being like, you know, everybody sits there and just talks about how everything needs to be free. And all that, and it's like, well, you know, and you know, and I'm not complaining about our audience, but I'm just saying, you know, the people who listen to this, they don't pay us, you know, like we we do this, we give up our time, we give up our money, we give up our lives, you know, and the idea that somebody else is out there and they just said, all right, well, what if we tried this to try and capitalize on this and like make, you know, we we need to make a living off this. And the people, and, and I'm sure a lot of the people that were complaining, or most of them probably didn't even watch those particular people's content, but most likely, you know, but they were watching somebody's content. You know, there was this whole thing about this guy that named Adam LeWu. I don't know who the fuck he is, but he's apparently a big, <laughs> a big YouTuber. And he got banned from Universal, and all these people were like, hashtag unban the Wu, you know, and like they all got upset. And I'm like, okay, well, what would have happened if this fucking guy had decided? You know, like, well, you know, I mean, thanks for all the support, guys. You know, I'm starting a subscription service now. Would they have just been like, well, fuck you? Probably. You know, we only like you if you're free. Most likely. But, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah you see, stuff. most of these YouTube guys uh, make their money by merchandise. Mm, oh. No. So, I mean, I'm sure some do, but that's. A lot of it's subscription. But you can't no. 
If you subscribe, yeah. if, oh, so it, no, rum means subscribers, not subscription service. I'm sorry, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was gonna say no, it's not subscription it's, service because we don't pay that to see any of those people. What I'm saying is the guys that Caitlin watches are mostly, um, like they sell a bunch of shit. Like they they coin their their like little term or or ending thing and they put it on the shirt and they sell fuck tons of shirts, you know. Well, depending on, I mean, actually, most of these places, have, most of these people have different revenue streams, uh, like like a bunch of them at the same time. A lot of them will have Patreons, and yeah, they will sell merch, but I'm pretty sure the majority, I guess depending on what level you're at, like, you know, if you have like, you know, half a million to a million subscribers, the majority of your money is probably coming from Google Ads. Yeah, the guy I'm talking about, he actually has 10 million subscribers, so I know... Yeah, most of his money's coming from Google, from from the advertising. Because he uh-huh. he's got a lot of fucking people that follow this dude. And hey, when you have ten million subscribers, I mean, you're sitting pretty for the rest. I mean, you you are a millionaire. That guy's a hundred percent a millionaire. Oh yeah, oh big time. So, you know, and and look, I mean, great for that guy. And I, you know, and I look, even people I don't like, I never begrudge somebody hustling and trying to, you know, trying to make a living doing something you love. Because I think we, I mean. I think we'd all agree that we'd like to do this for a living and not have to work our jobs. And, you know, I'd love to go out and every day make road blogs. And I really, honestly, if I could figure out a way to do it, I would quit my job today and just go on the road and just go like, shit. Yeah. like content on, on, you know, and like and just record with y'all from from hotels or something. But, you know, I got bills. Yeah. I, I agree, dude. I mean, if I could fucking just shut down everything that I do besides this, fuck, I'd love it. That'd be fucking great, making money. That would be nice. We'd have a nice. steady, yeah. steady income on this. It'd be beautiful. Let's do it, man. Let's just do it. Let's all quit. Let's all get like, let's go invest everything we've got into like a like a like a bus or or some sort of vehicle. We can get a bunch of equipment in. Kind of like one of those those uh, sprint vans, and we can have a back end set up like a surveillance thing, like the cops do when they're watching you or doing it. Anyway, you want to do like a party bus, country. but with like podcast material. Yeah, and we can go cross country and 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 and, and, and shoot pool to make our way and 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 live life stories. And we could have a theme song. We could use that song. Uh, I'm going to country. Gonna go. We could do that as our our opening thing, and it'd be really really cool. And talking about life on the road. You know, and 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 start fights with biker gangs, and <laughs> and and that'd be awesome. You've heard it here first, guys. F- fuck you for putting that song in my head, Ron. I know, right? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I've literally forgotten that song existed, and I think I've only ever heard it like twice on the radio and once on that stupid commercial. It's Country Joe and the Fish. Uh, that means sings. nothing to me. That's who sings the song. It was very popular. <laughs> God damn you, Ron. <laughs> no, I. But Amazing. seriously, like I, I, I have a lot of fun. Like I actually kind of figured something out. Like when I'm sitting at home recording video content, mm-hmm. I kind of hate myself. But like when I'm doing it, my for whatever reason, when I'm doing it in my car, even though I'm less focused, it's 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 a little easier for me. You know, I I like the setup that you have in your car. I really need to set one up those in ours so when we do do the trip to um dallas you know i want to do one but i want to make a like an old-fashioned blanket fort and do everything out of a blankie fort (laughs) i I don't rum serious question how is it that that you make people hate you so much but miss you so much (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a really, really vexing and confusing thing. Wouldn't it be cool though? You're underneath like Afghans and some boxes, and you have and you have a flashlight, and you're just underneath there, and you're talking about some serious subjects. Well, like you mean like stay puffed Ser- marshmallows. Serious to you, right? <laughs> when, when, when you when you make love to your wife, does she alternate between trying to smother you with a pillow and telling you I love you? Yes. <laughs> I I do that. Wayne tries to smother. I just try to smother him with a pillow and tell him, "I love you, dude." But I'm sorry. This year, speaking of which, did you see what I told Caitlin online? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was fucking funny, dude. She asked. uh, She she posted a picture. I think was it. What horror movie was that? Was it Poltergeist? I think it was. I think it was like the second one or third one, somewhere around there. She posted this picture of, I guess it was Poltergeist, of this this girl watching someone sleep, clearly like wanting to murder them. <laughs> and she she said, Wayne, like, is this is this how you feel every time you leave me and, and the boy? And I said, yes. Morning. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, close. Usually he's ha- hovering over you with a pillow. <laughs> and she wrote... <laughs> He let me live another day, and I said, eh, "Let's call it a half a day." <laughs> this show is funny, man. <laughs> oh fuck! Shit. Well, yeah, yeah, I missed. I missed doing this. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to be on the show tomorrow if I can. Um, depends on how things go, but I'm gonna try to take my equipment with me. At least I could. Well, you'll be okay. It. You'll be okay because we're not gonna record tomorrow because Adam is uh, out. He's out. Yes. Oh, okay. And then, and then, with you having to be in another state, with you need to worry more about what's going on there than you do you need to worry about this, dude. What right. state are you going to? Well, funny enough, I have to. I'm I'm going to Florida. Oh, really? What part? Uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, uh New New Port Ritchie. I uh, take it that's South Florida. Uh, that's uh, just north of Tampa. Okay. All right. So mid- Middle Florida. Gotcha. Oh, that's where. So, so yeah, I, I guess your new new job has like offices there. No, no, no it's I'm, a family. I'm gonna go uh, uh, deal with some family issues that are going on down there. I have to help my folks. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it's no not problem. it's not a good visit. Yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna I'm gonna go down there and see what uh, what's going on, and then I'll figure it out when I get down there. Well, but, yeah. um, we can do. But yeah. oh, I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. Well, it. Well, do me a favor and finish out this this cast and, and keep the people uh, entertained while I'm gone, all right? I don't know if we can do that, but we'll try. <laughs> I actually got plenty of stories, so we'll... Well, we'll th- that is what I need to hear. I need to hear plenty of stories. So, uh, you gentlemen, you have a wonderful evening. Everybody listening, I will catch y'all later. All right, man. Um, look, it's take really- care. Be safe. Will do. Talk to you and, later, uh, really. Keep it real and keep it black. Yeah. Always do. <laughs> you kind of can't help it. You just I'm totally. They took my card away from me. I'm still pissed at Kevin over that. Well, I mean, I there's... saw a black chick the other day, and I was like, God damn! If I save my black card, I could fuck her. Well, you, dude, I told you. Since you're driving around in white privilege, you can, you can do whatever you so want. Privilege usually gets you black people. I mean, this isn't this isn't like 1855. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't mean like I don't that mean like the you most mean, fucked up joke ever made. Yeah, dude, I don't mean like slavery wise. I mean like you can get her because the car is nice. I'd rather own her, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, speaking of the car, I don't know why I for, I guess I guess because the boy was freaking out, but I forgot to tell you uh, a story. 
so uh, when I was making arrangements to get the car, obviously, you know, like you never think about it when you when you own a car, but when it comes time to buy it, like it's more complicated than you remember. Right, right. It's like the first thing you do is like find out how much you're going to be paying a month and you're like, oh, can I, can I figure that out? Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know. But the second part, at least for me, I always forget like, oh, right, my insurance is going to go up. Like, yeah, fuck. Like, like, am I going to be able to afford this? Like, like when it's just the car note, you're like, oh, yeah, I can afford that. And then you start thinking about the insurance. So, uh, you know, and when you have a car note, you have to have full full coverage. Yes, you do. And it does suck. Yeah. So, you know, and my deal is at the time. So let me let me start with this is before I found out I had a tra- I would be able to trade in my car. So as far as I knew. I was going to have two cars, one that I was getting rid of within the month. And I, and I was, as far as I knew, like you can pause the insurance on that until it's sold. Um, then I would have the other, the, the new car, the white privilege. Uh, and then I had uh, two motorcycles, one of which I currently have the insurance paused on because I need, really need to figure something out and get rid of it. So, uh, so I was like, oh man, like State Farm might cost me an arm and a leg with all this. So let me, let me look around first. Let me find out what's going on. So, uh, it was suggested me to me that I should check out Geico and I, you know, and I'd always kind of thought about Geico cause supposedly they were decent, but cheap. Right. They're supposed to be like the most reasonable, um, insurance for yeah, the price, it's, you know, it's not like out of somebody's basement basically. Like there's cheaper, but it's it's always like something sketchy that you've never. Oh heard yeah, of. yeah. Like uh, you can get uh, Johnny Wyndham's, uh, you know, insurance. I'm just making <laughs> my that. My favorite shit. is the general. Oh yeah, he's my favorite. If you ever look, have you, look, have you ever looked him up, like to see if you can get insurance through the general? No. What basically the general is is not an insurance company. When it's you, not. No, when you type in like I did this, I looked it up just to see. When you type in the general insurance, it's in, it's it's like a a insurance company that finds you cheaper insurances from everywhere else. So it's like Expedia for insurance. Kinda. That's fucking retarded. Like I, I like because I, at least that's what came up on the site when I pulled it up. I could be, you know, I could be completely wrong. It could be an insurance company, but when I tried it, that's what came up and I was like, this is horse shit. I don't need this. I just need, you, you know. sure it wasn't like giving you their price and then showing you other people's No, prices? no, no, because there was no price for the general itself. Wow. That's fucking wow. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go to the general anyway because like fuck like fuck that 1980s cartoon commercial dude i love that commercial man and you know Shaq used to have the general you know what i'm saying so i know he's got like fast acting to acting yeah yeah well he used to he used to you know when he was when he was younger man he used the general i feel like this is a racist <laughs> joke that i'm just missing no 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 it really isn't i mean it, there's actually a commercial with him on it saying something about him you know when i was younger i had to use the general you know like that like, like it's okay for me to use it when I'm younger, but now, <laughs> fuck that shit. I got plenty of money. It's a blow up doll. Like, yeah, when I was younger, you know, <laughs> I had the urge. Sometimes I had to use the general. <laughs> so, well, so, uh, so I, I, I call Geico. Right, 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 right. Did the lizard answer? Huh? I said, did the lizard answer? No, nah, it was an old black man. That fucking bastard's always never working. Good. Eh, you know, like. I, I don't know. I don't trust anyone with an English accent. 
Mart. So, uh, <laughs> so it's this this old man answers, and so I tell him my situation. And I was like, and I apologize, you know, because I'm kind of rambling a little bit as I'm wont to do. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, like if I'm being confused. He's like, no, no, I'm not confused at all. I'm like, okay, good. So he's like, all right, well, let me. Well, first first thing he tells me off the bat is that their motorcycle policies are separate. He's like, so I have to do two policy, uh, two policy uh, estimates for you. All right. I told him in advance. I was like, I'm I'm just looking right now, but I'm trying to find out what I can afford. Right. You just you just kind of browsing insurance companies to to get right. the right price. Which is how I am with everything. I'm not. You know, I told my my sister in law the other day was talking about how she was uh, sort of pressured and sort of stupidly tricked herself into buying a vehicle for more money than she should have. And I was like, well, your mistake is whenever you're sitting down in a situation like that, the first thing you tell them is like, look, I'm just looking. I'm not walking out of here with a car. I'm not walking out of here with whatever. You know, just let them know up front. Like, I'll listen to your pitch. Ain't Don't no. fuck with me, you know. But uh, but so I told the guy, I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, it was a fact-finding mission. Did you get some facts? Just the facts, ma'am. Uh, I got something. <laughs> so, uh, so the guy's like, all right, so the motorcycle policy is separate. I'm just going to start with the two cars right now. Word. And so he starts asking me all these questions, you know, um, and I won't remember all of them. I wish I had written them down. So one of the first ones was, have you had any tickets uh, or accidents? And the tickets, I was like, yeah, but none of that shit's on my record, so I ain't fucking mentioning that. You know, and I was like, well, you know, I had an accident sometime between a year. I can't remember exactly when, sometime between a year and a year and a half ago. He's like, okay, when? I was like, I, I don't know, man. You know now? Last year, year and a half. And it really doesn't matter because, like, what's important is that it's within the last five years. Like, that's that's the relevant part. <laughs> like, if it's within that five years, it doesn't matter exactly when. But he kept kind of hitting pressuring me, and I was like, I don't. All right, man. November. I was like, if 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 it really, you know, if if, if fucking if you need a a month, I'm just gonna choose one because it doesn't fucking matter. November. And he's like, all right, November. He's like, uh, did you did they pay out any money to you? And I said, well, I man, had insurance, you know. I was like, I was like, yeah, man. I, um, he's like, how much? I said, I I, I don't really remember that either. You should have so, just said like sixty five billion dollars. Yeah, well, that would have raised my insurance rate. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I, said, uh, I said, I think 5000 you know, which I think it was actually north of that. But I was like, it doesn't matter. Or you should have said, I don't know, it was like $10. Right. Just 10 I was like, I was like uh, you know, 5000 you know. I was like, that's, that's a decent estimate. He's like, all right. Did they pay out anything to her? And I was like, probably. I hit her car. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like, okay. He's like, how much? And I said, how, how the you, fuck would I know? Yeah, how are you supposed to know what they gave her? Like, like, do you think we're Facebook friends? Like, I was like, hey, how much they give you? Can I, can I get some of that, baby? <laughs> yeah, hook Uncle Brother up because you know. And he oh, goes, uh, so what are you thinking? Eight hundred? I was like, sure. Why not? Like, if we're just making stupid shit up at this point, yeah. Wait, wait. Okay, all right. Hold on. So. You hit her. Mm-hmm. You got five thousand, but she only got eight hundred dollars. 
Because my car was totaled and I had full coverage. Right, I understand that. I just, her car I, I, was not totaled. Her, her her fender was fucked up. Oh, all right, all right. I just thought that was funny, Blake. I, it, she got more than eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't I don't know how much, but I would say at least two grand. But my car was totaled. That's why I got as much as I did. So uh, he so he asked me that. And I'm just like, all right, whatever, eight hundred dollars, man. All right, sure. And uh, so he's like, all right, you know, and, and bear in mind, again, I'm, I'm forgetting some of the questions. Oh, of course. So he starts asking me, um, he's like, all right, so uh, this car that you're getting, what kind is it? I said, well, it's, it's a Volkswagen Passat. He says, all right, so are you using this for business, pleasure, or getting to and from work or school? I was like, I mean... You know, I wasn't going to say business because I'm, I'm not stupid enough to say that. But I was like, I, I mean, why is it a one or the other thing? Why couldn't you just say, I'm trying to get pleasure from work and school? <laughs> well, I told him it really threw him off. I did. Nothing was throwing that guy off. He was, he was, he was already off. Yeah. So I said, I mean, I mean, primarily, I'm going to be going to and from work with it. He's like, all right. He's like, well, I'm going to put you down for uh, 16,000 miles a year on this. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's a, that's a weird thing to try and estimate, you know? But I mean, yeah, because I, I know, mean, 14 the, the huh? 16,000 miles. Yeah, I think 14 is the average for most cars. But whatever. I was like, all right, man, sure. And nice. he goes, uh, so on the other car, the Impala. I said, yeah, the the one I'm I'm trying to sell. He's like, uh, I'm gonna put that that one down for pleasure. What do you think? Fourteen thousand miles a year. I was like, the the car that has a busted transmission that I'm trying to sell. No man, I was like, I'm not, I'm I'm trying to sell it immediately. Like I need the money. He's like, oh okay, so uh, less than that. All right, so. Between zero and three thousand, you thinking? I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I mean, how about I guess just zero, like, guy? And zero is one of those numbers, so uh, yeah. How about yeah, zero? Sure. Zero, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I mean, really? I was, like, I was, I was looking around. I was like, is there a fucking camera? Is this? Ashton Kutcher comes punked? running out of the background. You've been punked. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, dude, are you for real? And uh, so he's real. like, all right, I got all the information I need. And and, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something that was really good. But the, but the zero to 3,000 thing was maybe my favorite. Cause That's so <laughs> fucking I, stupid. I said, I said dude, it, it, it the transmission's busted in it. It does not run. I'm selling it for, for like parts, like like or you not parts, but for somebody who's looking to fix it up. Right. You know, zero to three thousand. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Sure? I was like, what? <laughs> Jenga, <laughs> motherfucker. Three thousand miles with no transmission. Jenga. Uh, huh? Jenga. <laughs> so I said, um, he says, all right, I got enough information. And he starts running the the tab just again, just for the cars. And he says, uh, all right, uh, it looks like uh, your policy for every six months is going to be $18,000. And 
Wait, no, eighteen hundred. Sorry, I was like eighteen thousand. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, eighteen hundred dollars a month every six months. Um, and he's like, it's gonna be uh two hundred eighty-seven dollars a month. And I was like, holy shit! Because like, in my head, I'm like, I still have the motorcycles. What? I was like, is is that for both cars? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. All right. I was like, cool. Well, well how much for the for just the one? Because I mean, I'm getting rid of the other one. And he's like, all right. Well, let me do the estimate for that. I was like, well, because the and, the and the whole time I'm thinking, well, why didn't you do the estimate for that in the first place, motherfucker? Like I've told you fucking like 19 times, I'm getting rid of the car. <laughs> like the part I need to know is how much I'm going to be paying like regularly, not after the first month. I mean, I didn't know that too, but. So he does up the numbers and he goes, $343 a month. What? <laughs> and I was like, wait, let me, let me back this up. Okay. Earlier when I asked you about the $287, it's, I, you said that was for both cars, right? He's like, yes. And the $343 is just for the one car. He says, yes. I said, so it would literally be, I would literally save money if I just kept the shitty car in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, what you got to understand is that I'm only putting limited liability on the, on the black car. So I'm spreading the, the risk across both vehicles, which on some level actually does make sense. It's a retarded fucking like algorithm that they're using. But what he's saying is that if he assumes half the time I'm be driving the car, that's only limited liability. That means I only have half the chance of having to get a full payout on the one car. Right. Which I, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Kind of. But, but, but I was like, Three hundred and forty-three fucking dollars. I was like, "Jesus!" And this is Geico. I was, and, and then I was like, "Wait!" And I, I, I still have the fucking motorcycles, which is going to be at least fifty dollars. I'm assuming more than that. So I can't afford like four hundred fifty dollars a month in in insurance. So, yeah, because that'd be just insurance, not considering the note of the car. Right, right. And he so he says, uh. All right, so you want me to sign you up? And I was like, well, oh, wait, let me let me back up a little bit. When he told me the three hundred forty three dollars, I literally said, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now let's fast forward again. So you want me to sign you up? I was like, no, man. No. Like what what part of this exchange made you feel like good in that assu- in that assertion? Like when I yelled out Jesus, do you think I was praising the Lord that you were charging me four hundred fifty dollars a month in fucking insurance? And bear in mind, at no point during this did he actually bother to do this. To t- I'm I'm guessing about the motorcycle uh, insurance policy because he never bothered to do it. He just st- <laughs> strictly went to. So you want me to sign you up? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, man, no, what, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I hung up with him, and I ended up calling State Farm. And uh, shockingly, State Farm gave me a way more reasonable rate. I'm actually paying less for 
the motorcycles and the car uh, than I would have for the one car by itself from Geico. So. All right. Repeat that one more time. I'm going to have to cut that out and do it because you fuzzed out pretty good. Go. Okay. What part? Uh, that you actually paying less for. Okay. Go. All right. So I'm actually paying less for the car and the two motorcycles than I would have for the one car at Geico. Jesus, man. State Farm. That's pretty fucking amazing. That You, you know, see, there you go, people. Shop around and don't take uh, the first thing you get. And don't listen to people when they're like, oh, that's a much cheaper insurance policy. Yeah. No. It's, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a, I got a good story out of it. Oh, you did. It was fantastic. But I I can only say that now that like everything worked out and I'm able to afford everything. Cause at the time I was like, I'm, I'm fucked. I I don't, (laughs) I can't. I, there's no way. I mean, I'm going to have to buy like a little piece of shit that's going to break on me because I cannot afford this, you know? And, uh, but no, it's like just the. <laughs> so, so what are you thinking? Between 3,000 miles and zero? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> and I, was, I mean, I wasn't as rude as i'm making it sound but like you should have been you should have been like motherfucker when there were a few cases where i was there there's like some of this is a direct translation of me saying yeah man sure like if we're gonna make shit up i i, I at some point i said something to that effect to him like <laughs> oh it was it was unbelievable um people are dumb yeah So yeah, yeah. So what else you got, man? You got anything super uh, exciting? I was like, honestly, dude, I, I've been, dude, I've been so busy and stuck in like work mode and doing things like that lately. I hadn't had the time to even look up any news remotely. I mean, I know there's a bunch of tragedy out there, but I don't really want to talk about all the tragic. Uh, you know, it's. I mean, I have one thing. I don't, I don't know if it counts as tragic. I mean, it kind of does, but not really. I'm, well, no, I mean, like you know, the school shootings and all that bullshit. That's other things, San Bernardino. No, yeah. and that's that's not even news. That's I, I, the only reason it's in the news is because one person shot another person on school grounds, but it was some sort of lovers quarrel. It was some fucking psycho dude who his girlfriend or wife, I'm not sure which, I never found out for information but she worked at the school he went nuts went over there and, and shot and killed her and two students got shot in the leg or something like that they weren't killed no and don't get me wrong it doesn't make it better I mean, it, it does but you know it, right. it doesn't but the only reason it's in the news is because like it's uh, you know like we need gun control yeah oh yeah, yeah it's it's basically a flag for gun control rights yeah i know which is hilarious because california has some of the strictest gun control laws in the country and it seems uh, to be that's the place everybody gets shot yeah, well, the San Bernardino thing, like, I was thinking about that today, and I was like, wasn't there another school shooting? But, uh, no, that there was, wasn't. There that was, was the uh, two terrorist people, the, yeah, 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 the ones that, that shot up the bank, yeah, 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 no, yeah, um, the wife and husband or whatever, yeah, whatever it was, but, um, they're but, dead. I mean, I, it's a sad story, but it's not really news. No, the, the thing I wanted to talk a little bit about, was uh did you hear about what happened on the united flight 
Oh, I did. I did. I heard some vague stories about it and stuff, and I've seen 8 billion memes. Okay, so basically what happened is, um, now you've never flown before, so you wouldn't know this, but right. uh, airlines generally, if it's a packed, well, um, if it's a packed flight, they'll overbook by a few seats. And the reason for this is because inevitably, most of the time, people miss their flights. The problem is that you can't predict when they will and when they won't. So occasionally flights are just straight up overbooked. And usually what they do is like before they they start boarding, they'll tell you like once they find out that everybody's checked in um, at the airport, because they they wait till everyone's at the airport to be sure. But um, they'll say, all right, before we start boarding, this flight uh, unfortunately was overbooked. And uh, if someone wants to give up their seats, we they'll say, all right, we need three seats. If someone get, wants to give up their seats, we'll uh, we'll compensate you. We'll give you like four hundred dollars uh, a flight, a free flight, and a, a hotel room for the night, and we'll get you out on the on first thing in the morning, the next available flight. Sometimes for for major major flights like Los Angeles to Chicago or something like that, it would be uh the next morning. But you know this flight was from Chicago to Louisville, Kentucky, so they don't fly there, you know that many times a day. Right, 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 right. So my understanding is that the next flight was at three p.m. the next day, and um, so the other part of the story that you need to know that you might not know is that um how the okay you 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 might have there was an episode where rum talked about his flight benefits and how he ranked technically above like the captain or something like that yeah one of his stories um i don't know how that works i guess different airlines have different ones but basically um they needed uh, the four four employees uh in louisville the next morning uh, to suppose, like, I don't, they didn't say this for sure, but I'm assuming it was to man a flight. If it, if it turned out to be four employees flying on buddy passes or something like that, they, they'd be really fucked. But <laughs> I, mean, I guess they can't get much more fucked than they actually are at the moment. Cause we'll discuss that in a minute, but, but they had to get four employees on that flight. Now the entire, not only was the flight overbooked and they needed four seats, but they had already loaded everyone. So I don't know if this was last minute they realized they needed to get those employees on that plane, but they'd already made like two or three mistakes. Because the thing is, like this is all computerized; it's not done by hand. If they needed four employees flying on that plane to be out the next morning out of Louisville, they should have known that ahead of time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This shouldn't be a last minute thing. So they start. Uh, they they uh, the people are already boarded and sitting down, and um, they uh, so they go on the loudspeaker and they say, "Look, this flight was overbooked. Um, we have to have four seats." Um, so uh, they made the offer of four hundred dollars, blah blah blah, and um, nobody took it. And so after a few minutes, they said, well, we're not we can't leave until we get four people to give up their seats. Um, So we'll up the ante to eight hundred dollars. Nobody took it. So they said, we cannot leave with this number of people on the plane. 
Um, and I don't know if they let them know that they had to get employees on there, that that was the issue. Um, because I'm, I'm sure from the customer's perspective, they were like, we're all sitting. Who else needs to get on the plane? Yeah, like, like my bags are in the fucking plane, ready to go. I'm sitting here. I'm not getting the fuck out. Right. Um, so they said, if nobody gives it up, we're going to have a computer choose four people at random and you're going to be thrown off. So that's what they did. Um, and now I assume the first three people when they were selected just got off the plane. The fourth one was an older man. I don't know how old he was, but he looked like he was maybe 60. Um, wearing glasses and they went up to him and he said, I'm not getting up. Like, I'm a doctor. I have to be at the hospital first thing in the morning to see patients. Uh, like, I'm not. He said, I'm not leaving. And uh, they said, well, sir, you have to. You, you've been selected. You ha have to leave. And he said, I'm calling my lawyer. And they said, you can do, well, I'm assuming this is basically what they said. It was like, you can do whatever you want, but we are calling the um, police. The, like, there's there's always police inside the airport. Right, yeah. Um, th if you do not leave voluntarily, we will have them escort you off the plane. And he said no. And so they got, I believe it was a policeman and a sky marshal walked over him, told him to get up, and he said no. And I, I don't know if he was calling his, his attorney at the time, but... So they forcefully yanked him, like pulled him out of the seat. Uh, he hit his head on an armrest like he was bleeding, and they dragged him screaming out of the airplane. Meanwhile, the, the other passengers are like, what the fuck? Like four or five different people that I know of have pulled out their cameras and started recording. Right, yeah. Now, um, and what trips me out is that, like, there's a lot of people, like, it's kind of 50-50. Like, some of the people are like, that guy's a fucking idiot, and he deserved what he got, and laughing at him. And, uh, did you hear that pussy scream, that kind of thing? And uh, and then there's a lot of people like me, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Um, and it's not even political. Like, I saw people on different sides of the aisle agree like saying that this guy's a fucking idiot um and my thing is number one it should have never gotten to that point like it like there was a lot of people saying well why are they overbooking anyway that actually helps keep down flight costs like if they sell tickets that <laughs> that that they don't end, that people don't end up using and they have to buy new tickets for another flight you know you still got to book plane and you've made money like they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't helping right uh, i don't have a problem with that i don't have the problem with overbooking but the problem is is like if you're going to play that risk game you have you better have plans b c d and e ready to go in case things don't work out and like so they need the, these so the problem was they needed this these four people who are employees in louisville the next morning there's off offhand. There's at least three or four things I could that they could have done. One of them, uh, maybe the most expensive, would have been to charter a flight because they're out of they're coming out of Chicago O'Hare, one of the biggest airports in the country. It's like Chicago O'Hare, the one in Dallas, uh, uh, Atlanta, LAX, and then uh, JFK. Maybe not. I'm not sure if JFK is one of the biggest, but 
it's 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 it, basically Chicago O'Hare is a huge airport, fucking like it's like a little fucking city, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of exaggerating there, but it's a big it's a big ass airport. But um, they could have chartered a flight and had them just sit down there on a private plane. And granted, that would have cost them a few thousand. Um, but and we'll get to how much this is actually costing them. Um, could have done that. They could have just kept upping the ante and just saying, look, we have to have these flights. Our final offer is two grand per person. And just, just like, cause my thing is I would have been negotiating. Yeah. I just said, look, give me uh, I'll take, you know, 1600 and a uh, first class flight on the next one. Yeah. We're good. Now, granted, I don't know what all these... I'm assuming somebody could have gotten up, but I don't know what all these people's situations were. And the, the, being that the flight was like 3 p.m. the next day, that might have played a bigger reason as to why they weren't willing to do it. But the other thing is that uh, all these airlines communicate. So, like, let's say I'm flying on a buddy pass like I did. Um, well, no, I couldn't do it. But uh, let's say an air, air airport employee or airline employee is trying to get on a flight, but it's all booked up. He can't fly. Because uh, customers take precedence in vacation situations, you know, not the situation that that they were in. But if if you if if you were just flying to Walt Disney World, the customer takes precedence because they're paying. But what you can do as an employee of say Southwest is go and book a, is then go book a flight and pay a reduced rate on Delta. So all they had to do was like find out who else was going to Louisville, and when. And put the employees on there or put some customers on there. You know, whatever, like I said, there's like three or four different things they could have done. At no point should it ever have even fucking entered into anyone's mind to yank an, a, a customer out of the fucking seat. Now, Fuck granted, no. technically speaking, they own the plane. They can do whatever they want. And if there's rules that people don't read, and I've never read it, like that are written into your ticket. But from a business standpoint... Especially in today's, like, I was explaining to somebody yesterday, like, we live in an era where fucking everyone has a camera in their hand ready at every fucking second. Whenever you see this shit, like, some some celebrity actress is like, they hacked my phone and I had nude photos and they violated me. Look, you don't deserve that. It's sad that it happened. <laughs> I, I guarantee you I looked at the pictures anyway. I was going to say, I'm sure you looked at them. Uh, I didn't get to see the most recent ones because I couldn't find the pictures. But oh, you can have to new fapping. There was a fapping too. Like Are you fucking ago. kidding me? No, not at all. Ah, oh, I missed Less it. famous actresses, but there was one I can't remember who that I really wanted to see naked. Anyway, I missed that. Damn. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is like <laughs> those women. They well, you, you would say, well, you don't deserve what happened to you. But how do you fucking not know that this is what happens? That people take naked pictures, they tape sex videos on their fucking phone, and somebody hacks it and it gets out on the internet. It happens all the time. Every young girl that has sent naked pictures to her boyfriend has ended up crying because the dude fucking shared it with everyone and like one of them broke up with the other one and he sent it like put it posted on the internet for everyone to see. Like why do people not understand this is what fucking happens? Uh because people are naive and they don't believe. Well, I think with this this situation, first of all, like one of them being a sky marshal, my understanding is the sky marshals are there to fucking protect you in the case of a fucking terrorist 
or in case there's some kind of incident. But this isn't an incident. This is United fucked up. Oh, big time, dude. Big um, time. I didn't do anything. So, like, the whole thing with the Sky Marshal, I'm like, that's not his fucking job. Like, no. he's there to protect the people, not fucking assault one of them. Not but, not wrestle out a fucking 60-year-old Asian man out of his seat and smash his face. Right, right. And, um... I mean, if he had a fucking bomb, then okay. Well, you know, he had, he had egg rolls the night before, but... Um, <laughs> so he was the bomb, you heard me? Yeah, so... Um, it's But the whole thing's pretty insane, and I... I so now... Well, okay, so oh, that's what I was getting at. So part of it, I think, is that I think sometimes with people in positions of authority, particularly like officers of the law, and I'm not condemning like police officers or anything like that, but I think there is like an escalation thing where somebody talks shit because they, you know, they feel like they're a big man. And I'm not saying that's what this guy was doing, but I think officers kind of had even like sometimes kick into overcompensation mode where they're like, I fucking told you to do something and I'm the, I'm the authority and you're not going to do it. You know, like it's sort of a weird fucked up parental mode where like, I think they start to overcompensate and so start to, um, alpha male up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They get, they get cocky. Yeah, so I think that plays, I, I, and I think there is a little bit of a, I, th I think I think that's kind of what happened. I think no one was thinking, like, this went to a manager, supposedly, and uh, and all this was, uh, like, in theory, to save, like, fifty to $100,000 for the company, because if those, the, like, at least $50,000 would have been lost if they hadn't gotten uh -huh. employees there. <laughs> but the thing is. I think they're losing a lot more now. They lost something like eight hundred million in stock value. Uh, it was more than that. I think it was like one point eight billion. Uh, I, mean, I saw. I, I saw. I saw a like liner that said that their their stocks have dropped that far. Uh, okay. I don't know. I saw eight hundred million halfway through the day. If, it seems to me if it's one point eight billion, they're out of business. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, I, they, to me, I thought it was... I, they lost an astronomical... It's a lot of money. So, uh, it's... I mean, it's... And and here's the thing. And the guy's going to sue, and he's going to rightfully get a lot of money. And, and somebody said, well, you know, the guy should have gotten up. And I agree with that. Like, I think he should have negotiated. And some because I, well, I was arguing with Josh, and he was saying... He's like, you wouldn't have gotten up? And I was like... There's a part of me that thinks no, but realistically, yeah, I, I would, I would like, cause I, I do like, I was, well, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I'm always saying whenever you hear about these black kids that get shot, I always say, well, motherfucker, why, why'd you fight the cops? Like that should always be in the back of your head. If fucking a cop tells you something, even if he's a complete piece of shit, it's completely in the wrong, do what the fuck he tells you. So, yep. Without, so I would tell some young black kid like that got shot this but i wouldn't tell this old man that no that's not right if 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 a cop tells you something even if you're he's completely fucking in the wrong you just do what they tell you you know if they tell you to fucking hop on one leg then you fucking do it and yeah at some point you can get your retribution you can you know you can file a report whatever unless he asks you to suck his dick uh, i mean you might have to suck it but <laughs> 
but my point is, is like, no, realistically, I probably would have gotten off the plane. And I do, and I will say there's, it's, it's sort of a, I hate to use this, this, um, example, but there's a, uh, it is sort of a, what is it? George Zimmerman situation where, you know, Trayvon Martin, that sort of thing where the right answer is that there were two stupid people in that situation. One of them got killed because the other one had a gun. Right. But both of them were fucking in the wrong at some point. One might have been the wrong at first, but they're both. So, and it's similar in this one. I don't think the old man's quite as wrong, but yeah, he did act like a fucking idiot. You know, uh, maybe he did it on purpose to, so that he could sue them. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a fucking crazy situation and, and United is fucked. I mean, there's there's no coming they, there's no PR and I don't know if you saw the response that they when this fucking thing happened, they put out a PR response that maybe is one of the worst PR response I've ever seen. It said something to the effect of they explained what happened, they were like, We need spots on the thing. The flight was overbooked. We need four seats. The man was chosen. He refused to leave. So he was uh, he was taken forcibly off the plane by police officers. If you have any questions, just send it to the uh, report it to the authorities. Wow, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, later on, like not long after, they, they issued an apology and said they were looking into it and their heart goes out. But their initial response was, this fuck you. Happened, so fuck them. <laughs> you know, like. Like, and now granted you could argue they were just reporting the facts but the facts were already out there like nothing they said disagreed with the video that was shown so it's um well i guess the 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 part maybe people didn't know that he was asked to leave the plane first you know and why but but yeah it's it's fucking like incredible people are gonna lose their jobs you know um people that invested in the company they're nothing they're worth nothing you know and it's all because there were like and my thing is like there should be a policy in place for this like why 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 isn't there an immediate policy that that doesn't say hey don't fucking put your hands on a customer you know because the thing is like even with that the the language in there that says like oh we uh we reserve the right to cancel the flight and you know and ask you to leave even with that language like it doesn't change the fact that they entered a contract wherein he paid them money for a fl- for for a good and service and they accepted it and that is their only service is flying people right it's it's not like you know like you went to domino's and they had a two-for-one deal but they only gave you one they said well the deal's over you know that's like this isn't a side business this is their this is their job to fly you places you know it's uh, it's 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 pretty crazy it's fucking sad dude (laughs) it seriously is sad Uh, oh man so I guess we're at about an hour. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much out of time, man. Um, uh, it sucks for that guy. Although it doesn't suck because he's probably going to get a lot of fucking money. Yeah, no, I, I feel more sorry for the for the employees who are probably, and I'm sure they're going to be downsizing, losing that uh, much. Money. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of jobs. Actually, you can probably go on eBay right now and buy planes for really cheap. <laughs> Maybe so. But, you know, on the other hand, the people who are involved in this should all lose their jobs. I agree. I, I don't say that lightly. You know, I mean, 
everyone's got families and stuff like that but you know a whole bunch of people fucked up and the fact that nobody none of the flight crew were like what the fuck stop now like yeah nobody it, what kills me is nobody stopped them nobody said this is a bad idea you guys should stop I mean, there were people screaming that, but they weren't employees, apparently. <laughs> so, it's, but, you know, nobody stopped me, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Um, what a crazy but, world. Yeah, yeah. You got anything to say? Anything to announce? Anything to dance around about? Um, Before we jump off? No, I mean, I, you know, I announced that my name was Buck Lightning. I'm, I'm really playing with that again. I don't... Like I don't actually necessarily want to do it, but I was just thinking like it's it's a brand. It is. And people for whatever reason respond to it. It is a brand. Buck much Lightning to, is in the fucking house. Much to my chagrin. I I I feel like I'm a victim of my own fucking stupid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ever like I know you don't, but if you ever listen to GGH, anytime I make a joke, like I think at this point y'all and certainly the I mean not not now, but 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 from very early on, I think y- y'all knew, like, when I make a joke that's offhand, don't, you don't run with it. It's not, I'm not trying to make it a thing. If if, if I'm trying to make right. something a thing, I keep doing it. Well, of course. And with them, like, they don't, they don't quite get that. So, like, the other day we were talking about, I ate um, a hot dog at Universal and uh, they, they make a specific giant hot dog over by King Kong nice. called uh, the Kong Dog. Oh God! If it was the Kong Dong, that event is so that's, good. That's what they started calling it on UUOP, and so I made a video where I was like, actually funny enough, like I it, I'm so used to calling it the Kong Dong that when I walked up to the line to get it, like this was at 10:30 in the morning. You said it. <laughs> I, I was like, can I get a Kong? Dong? I mean, uh, can, I, can I get the Kong hot dog? And that's uh, but uh i was i was i was telling them the the uh i was telling the guys about me eating it and i was like uh, it's so it was so so thick that uh i ended up like having to break p and break half of it off and uh, you know and uh so, something happened where i said like you know so i said like i, I put one half mile my, my mouth and i put the other one up my ass nice uh, and it was just an offhand joke and now like they keep going like, yeah, you know, Adam puts hot dogs up his ass. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I guess. I was like, it's, it's a joke. Like, it's, it's not even a funny joke. Like, you're like, the, you're like, dude, that was like five episodes ago. What the fuck? The more they, the more they bring it up, the more I'm like, now it's just like kind of fucking awkward and uncomfortable. You know, that's because like, it's fucking, in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel proud of yourself. That was ah! a joke. That was good. It was a good one. Anyway, so don't worry. I'll never bring up you having hot dogs in your butt. I promise. Until Thursday when we're together. Oh yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Anyway. Well, thanks guys for joining us. I was your host Wayne. And apparently, I'm Buck Lightning. You know that's right. And the rum guy says goodbye. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to keep it rummy. Hey now, Rum's an all-star He's going to Florida Get paid
Oh, Jesus.